0: What you know about that?
1: I don't know nothing about that, honestly. I was a little confused when you first put it on.
0: Hey! What a game for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Great,
1: great way to end my three-day weekend. Great day to end it. Did you think, or a great I mean, way to end it, yeah.
0: yeah. I didn't think it was going to happen, to be honest with you.
1: I knew it was gonna happen. I saw it.
0: I foresaw it,
1: but yeah i I did see it i I didn't think we were gonna beat him that bad <laughs> you remember this one, yeah, I know this one.
0: Welcome, everybody, to the Magnetico Podcast. I am Jason Magnetico. I'm here with my son, Cole. What's up? And uh, we're here to break down episode number two. Break down the NFL playoffs. Upcoming weekend of games. So let's dive right into it. Tampa Bay, man. I ended up... So your picks your picks weren't bad. Six-game six parlays, hard to hit. How many I got? I think you got four out of the six. But I did take Tampa Bay. I I went. I didn't think it was going to happen, but I went with them. I went with your gut. Didn't didn't help or didn't hurt that uh, their wide receiver was out. But uh, big win for Tampa Bay. Baker Mayfield's Baker. Big win. And then we got to go to Detroit
1: this week. What do you think about that? I mean, Detroit, the fans are there cuz you know the fans are hyped that they finally got their first playoff win since I don't even know like the, nin- the 90s I think I don't even know but they're all hyped now and they got they got their home crown behind them it's going to be tough for the buccaneers to to go in there and get a win to go to the NFC championship but i don't know We'll,
0: we'll wait for the predictions to see to see who I pick well, let's, let's just stay on Tampa Bay. Let's go over the game last night. So, initial thoughts coming out of one day removed from the game. What was your takeaway of that Bucks and Eagles matchup? I mean, we were just dominant all the way around.
1: I mean, we struggled at some points, but it really didn't matter in the end because we ran away with it. Defense played great for the most part. Baker played amazing. 337 yards, three touchdowns. Like, that's chef's kiss right there. Um, What was I going to say? I was about to say something else. And we didn't have to use our uh, our top two receivers, really. Chris Godwin and Mike Evans didn't even reach 50 yards, either of them. Trey Palmer, Kate Otten, David Moore, they're all going crazy.
0: So, my takeaway from it is, you know, I haven't – I watched the whole game. I stayed up and watched the whole game. sure. Yeah, and that you know I don't watch a whole lot of the Bucks just because I've lost interest in the NFL for whatever. I think it's just be my database is full, like I can't take much more. So like I, I give so much effort into the Gators and the Mets, it's hard for me to like follow the magic all year long. And the and the Bucks, I just kind of keep my eye on them. But I will say this: when I do watch them, I've been seeing a lot of Mike Evans drops. Yeah. You want to touch on that? It's definitely something that
1: we need to fix with them because it has been a recent issue over the past like since week 10. But it's I mean, obviously everybody drops the ball, right? K. Dot last night for example, had almost 100 yards, dropped the ball four times, right? I mean, it just happens, but Mike Evans has been consistently dropping the ball. But honestly, he he's still been playing great. So, I mean, if he can just work on actually catching the ball most of the time, I think it'll be all right. I think it will be good.
0: That's literally his job is to catch the ball. Well, obviously. So yeah, that, that that stuck out to me and then the just the lack of effort from the Eagles. Yeah. It just showed
1: that they had le- it it looked like they had no passion. Like Jalen Hurts wasn't stepping up as a leader for them.
0: Nobody was stepping up, and them guys on defense, like I, I don't know how you're in the NFL tackling the way they was tackling. <laughs> Do you know the one guy's name who wasn't making the tackle all night? Listen, I don't think anybody's gonna know anybody of those guys' names in the future because that was horrible football. And
1: it, really it was like was. I was watching
0: the Gators out there trying to tackle people.
1: They couldn't. They couldn't tackle Devin Tompkins, who's five eight, one fifty or one eighty, something like that.
0: That. It, it, Terrible angles, terrible defense, terrible coaching.
1: They are banged up in, in on their defense, but still, it's like
0: something's going on in Philly. Uh, I know how Philly fans are crazy, but you don't start the year ten and one, and then finish and lose six out of your next seven. Yeah, and then come out in the playoffs when you've got—I know he's hurt, but you got one of the best quarterbacks in the league. A team that a lot of them have been there before, and I know you lost both coordinators, and I know you changed coordinator a couple of games ago on defense, uh, as far as the one calling the plays. But to me, it looked like a team that quit. They quit on their coach. Yeah, and even the fans quit on the coach.
1: Yeah, I there I seen Philly fans saying that they're gonna they they want to fire Sirianni. He literally led them to the Super Bowl last year.
0: Yeah, but a team that went from as high as they were to where they just ended the season. Something's wrong. I I don't know exactly what it is. I don't follow that, that organization that closely, but something's wrong. And watching that game last night and just, you know, I've been kind of the last few weeks keeping up with them more because of the bet I had with, in the fantasy league with the Cowboys and Eagles situation. So, I was falling, well, how are they just falling apart, you know? And seeing that last night, it just looked like guys that were waiting to, to have mimosas on the beach, pina coladas, and get out of Dodge. That's what that looked like to me.
1: Yeah, it just, it looked like there was no passion, there was no effort, really. But Jalen Hurts and Devonta Smith did their
0: job. And did you see uh, Jason Kelsey retired? Jason Kelsey retired, I did see that. Yeah going to focus on his podcast i guess
1: great career <laughs> great career definitely a first ballot um one of the best centers to ever do it um
0: now the tush push will m- maybe go away now
1: no it's they're they're probably gonna keep doing it but it definitely won't be as effective for sure yeah,
0: he's a big part of that yeah speaking of passion and playing with passion uh, I tell you a team that played with some passion over the weekend was uh texans oh that's not who I thought you were going to say. No, the Texans, they took care of business. That was one of your uh, picks you got wrong. Yeah. Uh, we I, both went with the Browns. But, uh, yeah, the Texans, they they uh, they, they showed up, man.
1: They showed up. And they're a really good team. And they're definitely going to give the Ravens a run for their money in the divisional round for sure. They, uh, could, they could even sneak in a win there, but I don't know.
0: Another game I kept an eye on. Well, I mean, I kept an eye on all of them, but the uh, – the Chiefs took care of business, like we said, against the Dolphins. I took the under in that game. I thought it was gonna be snowing, but uh It hit, right? Yeah, it hit. Okay. Yeah, you saved me this weekend. I told you. Yeah. It ended up coming out okay. Uh the Packers and Cowboys was not expecting that, but man. Who was expecting that? I, I, it doesn't shock me that loss, because this is what it the Cowboys It just shocked me did. the score. There was 80 points. McCarthy's got to go. Oh, I agree. McCarthy's got to go. It's it. And I am i wouldn't even have a problem with getting rid of Dak. I said that. I said that, too. It's mm-hmm. hard. How do you get rid of a, a – before that game, he was possibly league MVP. Yeah. But he does not – you know, that, I heard a statistic. The Packers have more – playoff wins in the last X amount of years at the Cowboys stadium and the Cowboys. Yeah. That's crazy. Jordan, Jordan loves first, first time in the playoffs taking down the Cowboys. There's some Jerry's house. Something's in the water in green
1: Bay, man. The, the amount of quarterback talent that they get out there, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers Now it's kind of a stretch, but Jordan love. He's playing like it. He's playing like a um all-pro caliber quarterback right now. But honestly, back to Dak, right? Dak threw for 400 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah. But he threw 60 passes, right? And threw two interceptions, but still, I feel like it's not all on Dak. I feel like Dak for me, if I if I was owner of the Cowboys, I'm giving Dak one more year. I'm giving Dak one more year and if he if he leads the team to a to another playoff berth, right? But they lose in the first round. I think that's it. Or they don't even make the playoffs. I think that's it for him in Dallas.
0: Who would you hire if you were Jerry Jones? I don't know. Somebody. Uh, Bill Belichick. I think that's a good good hire. It's the problem with Belichick is, is he going to give up power and not be played GM? You know, and just coach, because the you know a lot of these teams have GMs. But I don't know. You've got to do something. You've got to do something. There needs to be a
1: change for sure.
0: Um McCarthy, he's only. I mean, I don't want to say. I don't like when people say, "Well, Belichick only won with Brady," because you still got to win as a coach. You still got to manage. You know, people and be a leader. But McCarthy, you know, he had really good quarterbacks. Yeah, and.
1: Yeah. When he was in Green Bay, he had Aaron Rodgers' first old coaching that,
0: career there. So that can't win in January. That's it. That's it. <laughs> uh another another game. And shout out to the Dolphins. They had a good season. And, uh, I think they they may be on their way to being a really good team in the future, but uh,
1: they they need to. Um, I don't know. There the, something's got to change for a lot of NFL teams at. Uh, that's what I that's what I saw after this weekend.
0: Uh, the Lions took care of the Rams, twenty four to twenty three. Uh, another big game of two quarterbacks going up against each other that uh, played for the the other team. Yeah, and got casted off. You know how I feel about Stafford, so it don't shock me that Stafford couldn't get done.
1: I mean, Stafford. He doesn't like. I mean, he obviously won a Super Bowl, but like, it's just the amount of. Booze that he got was kind of surprising to me i understand it's a playoff game but it was i i was shocked to see like the amount of booze that he got yeah.
0: and then the other game of the weekend who who the team snuck up and there's now one of my favorites to win it all the buffalo bills destroy this pittsburgh steelers 31 to 17 what you mean destroy they, they destroyed them they destroyed them yeah I mean it's not as bad as I mean look at the Cowboys the Packers 48-32 Packers destroyed Dallas
1: the though, those 16 points that the Cowboys got that was garbage time touchdowns yeah, like that's not
0: but we're going to switch our focus and just talk about this upcoming matchup against I want to pick your brain on the the Bucks and the Lions Are
1: we doing are we doing all the games
0: I'm going to get your picks, but I want to talk a little bit about this game and what you think, get a little more in-depth perspective since we got some Bucks fans who listen to us.
1: So week five, right, we played the Lions at home. We got destroyed. We didn't score a touchdown. It was like 24-6. to six. It was bad, right? But this is a new Bucks team than in week five, in my opinion. Baker's playing great. Whole team's playing great, honestly. We got the best kicker in football. He's been very good I wouldn't say best Chase McLaughlin He's been perfect In the playoffs It's only one game But he's been perfect Um, But our whole team's Playing great right now But so are the Lions man It's gonna be tough It's gonna be It's gonna be really tough To be able to go Into Detroit And win a playoff game To go to the NFC Championship Like I said earlier But I feel like it's gonna be close For sure
0: I think it'll be a good game uh, I want to apologize to Baker Mayfield. I still don't want Baker Mayfield as the quarterback of the Bucs moving forward. Whoa, 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 whoa! What? But he, Baker Mayfield is no, I, I, he's a game. He's athletic, game manager. That's what he is. He can get out the pocket and run a little bit for you. So he he's got a decent arm. He's undersized as far as I want my quarterback. But I apologize to him because I had no faith in him. I thought Trask would be better. You know, I I see now the the most we could have hoped for Trask. I don't think he could have played this good. This is Baker's best season. And they were putting the stat up last night. uh, Baker Mayfield's numbers next to Tom Brady's numbers. And it kind of, like, I chuckled a little bit because I'm like, well, yeah, that's Brady's worst numbers. Right? Yeah. And it's... Comparable to Baker's best ever numbers, they were better than Baker's best numbers. Yeah, so but that's the
1: thing. He didn't get the opportunity in Cleveland. Really, twenty 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 one was his best season, and that.
0: Well, I think a little bit has to do with, I think that teams give up on their quarterbacks too early.
1: Exactly. That's that's literally the case with Baker Mayfield. They gave up on him too early. They won him a playoff game, shipped him off to Carolina.
0: But then the other side of that cold is I think that teams put these guys into it too. You, know, you have to grow and mature in the game, especially the NFL. It's so fast. Things are happening. so and that's why I said, you know, I don't think we could have asked for anything close to what Baker's done from Trask because the game is so fast compared to what they're used to coming out of college or just sitting on the bench getting practice, you know, reps or whatever. So It's kind
1: of like the Bryce Young, right? Because they put I feel like they put him in too early, and I feel like a lot of his confidence is is like down right now, but maybe maybe over maybe over some time he'll gain his confidence back, but I feel like they put him in too early, honestly
0: so going on the road is gonna to be tough going into that. I do like the fact that it's in a dome, so it takes the weather out of play, but it's going to be. The one thing that I'm hoping is that Detroit's just not used to being there and maybe they're so happy to just get to where they're at that they'll kind of have a little letdown. I don't see that happening. Vegas has uh, Detroit at a six-point favorite for this game. Uh, but, yeah, it, it it's kind of crazy because you, you could win this game. And for, for not for nothing, Green Bay – could upset the 49ers. I don't think it's gonna happen, but it could. But then, if you look at that, then you're like, the Bulls can make the Super Bowl, like because you could be, you can be Green Bay. So we we already did. But here's the thing: if we play
1: San Fran in the championship, if we make it there in San Fran, it's not gonna be good. Yeah, because we it was like week thirteen we played them, something like that. Brock Party destroyed us. It was it wasn't even close. He had a perfect pass rating. Like it was bad, and it was in, and it was in San Fran too. Like it was, I wouldn't want to play the Forty ers That's what I'm saying.
0: Uh, let's uh touch on the Houston and Baltimore game this coming up weekend. Nine point underdog, the Houston Texans. Who you like? Mm.
1: This is tough. I I think the way the the way the Texans have been playing. They've been playing really well, but this this is where they met their match. Honestly, I feel like this is the end of their. I feel like this is their storybook end right here. I I think the Ravens take care of business. Pretty
0: Ravens take care of business for yeah. sure. Yeah,
1: I I feel like yeah, I, it's gonna be close throughout the game, but I feel like towards the late half of the game, the Ravens will run away with it.
0: Yeah, I think they'll battle and hang around, but I think at the end of the day, at home, Baltimore takes care of business with. What I think is the MVP of the league, I agree. Jackson. I agree. Next game, Green Bay and San Francisco, nine and a half point underdogs. Green Bay. Green Bay.
1: Uh, I mean it's kind of the boring pick, but I'm gonna go with San Francisco at home playing Green Bay. Yeah, I mean Green Bay has been playing great. Obviously, that's why they that's why they're here. They demolished Cowboys, but I don't I don't see them beating San Francisco.
0: Right, give me your official pick on Tampa Bay-Detroit. Mm. Call me biased. I don't care. Call me biased.
1: I see Baker Mayfield taking us to the NFC Championship. I see it happening.
0: Right. Cause you heard it here first. Calls I, going with Tampa Bay. Homer.
1: The score is 27 to 24 bucks.
0: Kansas City at Buffalo. This is the game I'm looking forward to the most this weekend.
1: Bills at home, Chiefs, they've been struggling, right? But, actually, no, no but. I got the Bills winning this game. And then I got Ravens-Bills in the next round. And then San Francisco versus the Bucks in the next round.
0: Those are my picks. That's the NFL picks. uh, You still liking 49ers kind of Ravens matchup? Yeah. Yeah,
1: I've... The Bills,
0: the Bills could beat the Ravens though. It's yeah.
1: it's anyone's game in the AFC right now.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of liking the Bills, just because I feel bad for the Bills. I, I don't feel bad for the Cowboys. I don't feel. I kind of get joy in the Cowboys losing, um, just because their fan base is so loud, yeah. and not and their owner is so loud. Oh, we're the best teams in the. the, the. Oh, no, Jerry, that was the '90s. You were good in the '90s. Like like you had a legendary teams in the nineties. You're good in the seventies. You're not good in. You're not good. I mean, they're not bad. Yeah, but they went same record last year, right? Twelve and five. Yeah. The year before that, twelve and five. They were like first round playoff exit, exit, exit.
1: And the year before that, they were like, they were like nine and seven, I think, something like that. And the year before that, they were bad. They were stinky.
0: And, you know, on this show, we call it like we see it. I'm going to call it, I think part of the problem in Dallas is Jerry. I mean, probably. But that's that we could do a whole other show on Dallas Cowboys and their fans and what everybody thinks. But we have some uh, chain, coaching changes in college. One ma- major one that we're going to discuss. Uh, Nick Saban, the GOAT, retire, steps down. From the University of Alabama, and they hire Washington's coach. You know his name? I don't, I don't know his name. So, I, don't, I forget his name. But they hire Washington's coach. Not a, not a shocking pick. I like it better for Alabama than if they would have got Oregon's coach. Yeah. Um, FSU's coach I think would have been a good fit. But any time you – follow a legend is hard it's it's extremely hard to follow a legend somebody that's been there that long I think he's got his hands full but of all the coaches of all the programs out there I think Washington just how they were structured and kind of operate I think it was a really good fit for Alabama yeah you, do you put uh, Nick Saban down as one of the greatest of all time?
1: For sure, in college football, for sure, just because the accolades, the NFL players he produced, like he, I, I think he's definitely up there.
0: And not only NFL players that he's re- produced, but the coaching that he's produced. I mean, Kirby Smart's under that umbrella. Um, you know, Dabo, like, there's so many. Co- Billy Napier is from that. You know, and the Gator fans are, oh, Billy, stuck, the Sunbelt Billy. But you forget, Sunbelt Billy was at Clemson. Sunbelt Billy was at Alabama. You know, he, then he gets a, a head coaching job in the Sunbelt, has success, gets like, a lot of people was a great hire when they hired Billy. He's a good football coach, is my point. Does he make bad decisions? You, he, yes. then Nobody wants to win more than Billy Napier. You know, but but we we so quick to jump ship. The Dallas Cowboys situation, McCarthy, it's time. The Eagles, the fans are ready to jump ship. Yeah, you got it. But what have you done? It's not what you did for me yesterday. It's what you're gonna do me for me today. And that's kind of the mentality of our society. Period. And ever since social media has made it even worse because everything's scroll the next one, scroll to the next yeah. one. Yeah, it's
1: just what they see online. Yeah,
0: so. There was some other coaching. Uh, you got Michigan's coach, Harbaugh. Harbaugh. How do you oh, yeah, say it?
1: He got You got interviewed by uh, the Chargers.
0: Yeah. So, I think he's definitely. I've seen something where he's asking for immunity. If he was to stay, something in his contract. And I'm like, bro, if you're asking for immunity, you on him. Like, just go. Go to the NFL. Yeah. Get out of here.
1: I, but, he's definitely going to go to the NFL. It's just a matter of who. Oh. And about coaches, Bill Belichick got interviewed for the Falcons' head coach. Did he really?
0: Yeah. Any more word on that? Was the other thing that came out that we wanted to discuss? Kirby Smart. I think it. It used to be, it used to be. To me, college was the gig. You know, if you were a college coach, that was the greatest job ever. Great atmosphere. Didn't have to deal with millionaires and and entitlement and stuff like that. But nowadays, like Kirby Smart is the Georgia Bulldog coach in the SEC where every game matters. Every game you're getting is the other team's Super Bowl. They're playing Georgia. Every game is so much pressure. You go to – you can go lose eight nine games in the NFC South with the Falcons and get and win the division. Yeah. So and with the NIL that we talked about last show and and all the transfer portals and the and the landscape of college football, that jump to the NFL now from college coaches seems a lot more enticing. Like, why would you want to every week have that pressure taken away from your family and the recruit the recruiting? that you have to do as a college coach. And you're in charge of every aspect of the program. I I think it's a it's a good fit to go from the University of Georgia to the Atlanta Falcons. And
1: Wait, Kirby Smart was going to the NFL?
0: There was talk that the owner of the Falcons was wanting to talk to him.
1: The Falcons just want a good coach, man.
0: Everybody wants a good coach.
1: Well, especially the Falcons because – they have the pieces to be a real contender in yeah. the NFC. But they don't utilize him. Why do you think Kyle Pitts hasn't been good? Yeah. They don't utilize him. You saw we utilized him in Florida. Yeah. It was like for two years. Mackie Award winner. They don't use him in Atlanta. They're use they use what's his name? Uh John I don't even know his name. Oh, Johnny Smith. They use him. Like I don't know, I don't know.
0: Well, you've got uh, we'll have another show before the well next week's show. We'll record on Tuesday again. You'll be in the midst of your tryouts. You got conditioning and finishing up this week. How you feeling about your high school baseball trials?
1: Uh, I'm 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 feeling good about it. Um, I'm just trying to do my best. Try to show what I can do.
0: Um. You've been working hard. I yeah. mean, you've been since the beginning of the school year been doing some kind of training, yeah, daily, pretty much at least four days a week since then. So, when it's not raining, yeah, that, and that's Florida, so that's maybe we'll go down to three days a week. But yeah, I mean, you're excited about it. Yeah,
1: I am. Uh, I'm. A, I a lot of my friends were on were playing baseball for them last year. saying how fun it was. I just want to. I want. I want to be able to experience that. You know what I mean, right? Uh, yeah, I want to.
0: So you're looking more for the experience. I mean, you know, you have to work hard to do it. Yeah. And I want to take this moment to just. I want to. I don't want to apologize like I did something wrong. Uh, I really was just following your lead, but, you know, I will say that you haven't had the opportunities that a lot of other kids had as far when it comes to baseball. You know, we didn't play last year when when we didn't make the squad. We went and played travel ball with a team. Outside of that, your only organized baseball was coach pitch for two seasons and one year of minors. And then COVID hit. So most of your competitive training and, and playing came at the, on the soccer side. So... I apologize to you that you didn't get the experience and the early at-bats and some of the fundamentals thing. But on the other side of that is I did it for a reason. And it's just not needed. Because I look at you playing, and I'll go back to last season on the travel ball team, you know, out of all the kids on the travel ball team that have been playing travel ball for all these years, it was top five on the team, you know, without all that experience. So a lot of times in sports, I'm really, as I was involved in it at a young age, as a young adult coaching, as an older adult co- coaching at the high school level, travel ball just became a money grab to me. In, in all sports. And I kind of used my personal feelings. And you kind of took the brunt of that. So I apologize. I don't, you know, when you get older, I wish I would have more. I like your attitude about it. You just want to go out, do your best you can, have fun, get the experience. And, you know, I've always told you school's the most important thing. School and yeah. and getting good grades and following your dreams that way. Because you you're the one who told me. Nobody can tell me I can't be in the sports media, but they could tell me I can't play for the Mets. I'm sure you would love to make the team this year, have a decent sophomore campaign, have a great junior year, and then senior year be a star and get drafted or go to a small school and play in college. I'm sure that's everybody's dream, but it's a dream. And school, if a kid works hard in school and wants to be a doctor, As long as they pass their courses, they can become a doctor. You know, so that's a reality. It it can start off as a dream, but you can turn it into a reality where you have no control over the sports end of it. It's just kind of... Just the way the cookie crumbles. Some people are more gifted than others, and some people have better opportunities than others. And so it's just kind of the way, you know, what life presents and gives you. But I'm proud of you for working hard. And sticking with it, being committed, so appreciate that we can report back. Uh, well, next week when we record, he'll be in the second day of tryouts. So the following, Oh, week, it'll be done with the second day. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying is, the the listeners won't know if you made it or not until two weeks, two weeks from now. Yeah. But uh, anything else you want to touch on before we wrap up episode number two?
1: Uh, thank you all for listening to the show. We really appreciate it. More episodes coming soon. We're gonna be consistent. Thank you,
0: and go uh, check out uh, "Bitch Therapy." Bitch Therapy, <laughs> Alyssa and Cam's new show on Spotify, Google, Amazon, all those platforms. Their link will be down below. Uh, We're gonna put the link on the thing. Yeah, you're making me do more work on the editing side, on the back end side. That's what you gotta do. <laughs> That's the raw. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. And uh, shout out to my man Lance. I'm sorry I forgot the name of your podcast last episode. Real but objective podcast. Lance did good work over there on that show. But uh, until next week when we talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the NFC Championship. Hopefully. Peace.